exempt from public haunt, finds tongues in trees, books in the running brooks, sermons in stones, in good, in everything. From William Shakespeare. Good morning, everyone. I'm Rob McCall. This is the Aonajo Almanac, a collection of natural and unnatural events, rank opinion, and wild speculation devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. And Awanajo is an Algonquian word, which means small, misty mountain, and it refers to Blue Hill Mountain or your mountain. And this is the almanac for the last quarter of the harvest moon, September 24th to October 1st, 2010. Here are some natural events for this quarter moon. Well, we got past the full harvest moon without a frost in these parts, set us, setting us up for some good Indian summer weather ahead. And it has been a summer to remember with plenty of red tomatoes and superb garden vegetables for the best harvest in years. Some farmers got two hay crops this year. Sailors enjoyed some of the finest sailing weather in recent memory. Blueberry crops were good, though not great, and apples are shaping up to be the same. On the other hand, the economic situation is still dire, and many families face their unemployment compensation running out and no work to be found. Food pantries have been busy all summer, and local emergency funds are running low after several hard Maine winters and another looming ahead of us. It's fortunate that heating oil and firewood prices have come down from the highs of a year or two ago because the current crisis is starting to look like the new normal. A field and forestry report, a fair crop of acorns has gotten the squirrels all excited and worked up. We also saw slightly less damage from tar spot fungus on Norway maples around here, though Farther down east, it looked like October in August, with bare trees and fallen brown leaves covering the ground. But now the colors are beginning to turn, with red maples starting to flame out and sugar maples going to orange and yellow. Fall migrations underway, with geese heading south, along with some of the tourists, and the young of forest creatures moving to new territories and crossing the roads at night. Be alert, drivers. Keep your speed down and your eyes open while driving in the dark. Here's a mountain report. Awanajo looks the way a lot of us feel this time of the year. The hordes of tramping summer visitors are gone, and we and the mountain are a little weary and worn. Now school buses roll into the parking lots, and laughing children pour out to explore the autumnal mountain's mysteries and make memories that will last them their whole lives. As we started up the mountain with friends this past week, we found a Bangor Theological Seminary hat hanging on the signpost at the head of the trail. One of our party wore the hat to the east cliffs and back and then hung it up again on the signpost, feeling quite theological the whole time. Wild speculation might be good if our president, our congressional leaders on both sides of the aisle, our treasury chairman, our federal reserve chairman, and our numerous candidates for governor 
were to don that hat one by one and climb the mountain on a beautiful fall day to survey the scene. Might give them a little less party spirit and a little more holy spirit. Might give them a little less heart for politics and a little more heart for people. And finally, here are a couple of seed pods for you to carry around with you this week. The first one from E.B. White. I would feel more optimistic about a bright future for man if he spent less time proving he can outwit nature and more time tasting her sweetness and respecting her seniority. And from Alexander Pope's Essay on Man, 1734, all are but parts of one stupendous whole whose body nature is in God the soul. Well, that's the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and see for yourself. <laughs>